You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Today on Line Noise, we have a fascinating interview with Cassie, the DJ, producer and Quench uh, label boss. She talked very honestly uh, about the dark side uh, of nightlife, about falling out of love with DJing, um, about the difficulties of being uh, a mother in the DJ world, about the various pressures. Um, It's really, really fascinating. I'm really glad she she talked about about these things. Towards the end, we also talked a bit about her favourite mixers in the game um, and uh, falling back in love with drum and bass and also her anthem of the summer. I think it's a really special interview, um, so I hope you enjoy it. Kind of back now. I was thinking, actually, the last time I saw you DJ um, was in Barcelona, and I think you went back-to-back with Carl Craig. Oh, at the Digital Festival. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. A- that was a lot of fun. I remember like he was sort of on the mic while you were fun. playing and um, there were a lot of classics as well. I remember like you both, you seemed both very happy and, you know, it's like you were spurring each other on, yeah. to, you know, gypsy woman and things. I, I think was I was like... very drunk, I, like, more than happy. <laughs> well, <laughs> because that's, that's my my problem in Barcelona. Like I see my friends that, that I really love, like my super happy friends. And um, especially one of my friends, and then she gets a group of people together, and then we start drinking at lunch, and then she just keeps giving me shots, and I just don't say no, and I'm just like so happy that everyone is there, and um, just I keep on drinking. Yeah, well, so if you, that's if, what happens in Barcelona. <laughs> well, if you can mix like that when you're very drunk, then 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 fine. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, it's actually helpful. Like mixing is mostly the one thing I can do, no matter what. Like uh, it's it's my stabilizer depression drunk whatever but actually, it help. it's interesting you say that because one of the one of the reasons yeah one, one of the reasons um that i'm really interested in speaking to you was because um because of you know the the pandemic and and uh, apparently from what i heard um during that time you someone who's dj's so so much and always seems so much in love with DJing and, and in love with the music you found it very difficult right yes yeah I find it very very difficult I wasn't well I was listening to some house and techno if I had to if it was my own release or something I had to um like think about should I release it or not and uh, and some stuff was released towards the end of the pandemic and so I had to re-listen or I had to kind of like be a little bit in in touch with this music. But I, I didn't listen to any house and techno for a really long time. And I thought, oh, God, it's so fucking boring. I can't listen to it anymore. I've, and I, I also I, I'm like, I'm over DJs. I don't like them. I don't like myself. It's all stupid. Um, uh, this is all bullshit. Let, let me just stop. I need to do something else with my life. Uh, you know, it's just like we're just like a bunch of idiots. Uh, what's the point? Yeah, but, but so that... negative and dark, <laughs> but yeah. But that's really strong. I mean, the, the pandemic was a difficult time for everyone. Um, but I mean, why do you think you had such a strong reaction? I guess because I never really took a long break and I, I became a mother. And, um, you know, and you have to put up with a lot of bullshit all the time anyway, especially your own, you know. And uh, and uh, and I I did 
obviously try to be as disciplined like mentally and and also as disciplined like professionally as possible and always see the good and like I'm a positive person I'm not someone that goes like I mean I have my rants my friends my friends know I have my negative rants and they go like, okay all right and like calm down you know it's like something like the french french people do it a lot so this is why i always like for french people that's normal for other other nationalities it's not so normal um and yeah but in general i really try to be always learning out of anything and self-responsibility etc etc but i guess not having taken a break at all and not have it having taken into consideration what motherhood and this complete change of a life what effect it would have on me um as a woman or as a person as a human being and then as a professional human being and then as an artist and then as uh i don't know so many other things we all are we, we are all so many things you know so why why did I never really took that into account of that's going to have a harsh effect? And then obviously you're also trying to 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 juggle a, um, a relationship that is, you know, wasn't really there before. I mean, I got pre pregnant by accident. So, um, I mean, accident. I don't know if that really was an accident, <laughs> but you know, let's call it accident. And... Um, um, and then you're like, uh, okay, you're also trying to make something work that probably has no future whatsoever. But anyway, you're still, and you're like, there's so many things that are going on. And and you're part of something that, where I would say the scene or like the world, like has been um, covered by darkness for such a long time. No, and every, every scene, everything that becomes more and more successful, more and more successful, and there's more and more money and more greed in, in play it's just like a really i mean working in the nightlife is fucking disgusting at at um for parts you know and um and there's so much darkness you have to constantly juggle and and really the dark side of 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 humans that you see or get to explore with and i think that's also something that's really draining you know and then you don't have energy anymore and uh, yeah and then i just thought what's the fucking point i mean do you think these were what it sounds like is that these were feelings that had sort of been bubbling up for a while but because the lifestyle of being a dj was you know so active you know playing lots of gigs and traveling you probably didn't get a chance to think about it and then actually when it stopped suddenly existing feelings came to the fore was it was it like that yes yeah yeah yeah, for sure. Like I had no other uh, other uh, way as to deal with whatever was really going on, you know, and to come to terms with how hard and how nasty things actually are, even if I knew that before. But um, yeah, and you have to constantly, you know, and then there's like, let's put it like this and it, it I'm just so over everyone always the, feeling they're better than someone else and uh, this is cooler and that is cooler and these are bad people and these are good people. It's just all fucking annoying. And, uh, and music never used to be like this, you know, we were like all just all happy people hanging out and no one cared about what someone looked like, where they came from, who they slept with. And all of a sudden everything's like fucking political and it's just like, 
annoying as fuck. And um, yeah, so it was just like, what's the point? I'm just gonna fucking hibernate somewhere or disappear into a place where I don't have to deal with anyone anymore. Do you think a lot of DJs feel like this? Yeah, I'm sure many do, yes. I mean, without without naming names, obviously, did you speak to other people uh, about Yeah, I spoke to other people, I had fights with other people, yeah. All of that, yeah. <laughs> All of what was like part of of the pandemic vibe. <laughs> is there all like, of all of uh, yeah? Is there like one thing, one reason you think why there are these problems in 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 nightlife and and clubbing and DJing? Well, there's so many levels to the whole situation. First of all, when I look at young DJs and uh, and I get to, like, I'm so happy I now get to hang out with a lot of young DJs, um, especially DJ women. Not that I prefer hanging out with DJ women to hang out with DJ men or DJ men to, like, I don't care. Like, I love, I love people that are cool and I can get on with. And, um, and it happens to be some of them are really cool girls and i'm super uh happy to see such young cool talent and and people that struggle the way i struggled and and have to come to terms with um the business and uh, uh and the business is really harsh i mean entertainment business in general is really harsh i studied to be an actress and 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 that's an extremely harsh business. And and the people that really get to work a lot, or get to DJ a lot, is a small percentage. And uh, and it's really hard to make it happen, you know. And uh, and and careers also go through phases. So obviously the beginning can be hard, or maybe some beginnings are easier, etc. But like what I'm trying to say is, it's not it's difficult for anyone who's trying to make it. And uh, and it can also be difficult for a white um, middle-class male, you know, and it can also be really difficult for, I don't know, a Asian um, gay um, female, you know? So um, it could be the same difficult. Maybe one of them can have a leg up at some point somewhere that is, obviously possible because of who they know or circumstances or the situation or exactly the year or exactly the month they're trying to make it happen but um we are all going through the same thing in the end and um and it's just nice to see that whatever happened in the last years I'm there and I can just, I can, I can connect to so many uh, people again. And I understand that my struggles and everything I went through is, is real and they're all dealing with it. And it's not, um, it's not something that is anyone's fault. It's just this general nasty dynamic and, um, and the nastiness of entertainment industry and, um, I don't know what you can do to make it a more fun or cool place. I don't know. But I guess the individual is responsible for for their attitude. And all I can be is as real as possible and as positive as possible and and 
and just go like, fuck it. I mean, this might be shit for parts, but let's do it anyway. And let's just like have as much good energy as possible. And, uh, and I guess this is what, what, you know, I'm, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm just now going on and on and on, but like, that's maybe not what you wanted to hear, but, um, no, no, I, I, yeah, I, I find it fascinating. Um, because, um, I think I get the impression sometimes that this world exists. People are dissatisfied with it, but you can't, people don't, can't talk about it because it's, you know, you, people go out to have a good time. And if, you know, if, if you're DJing, you're meant to be having a good time because it's a, it's a party and everyone would love to be a DJ if, if you know what I mean. But I get like, I, I just get, the, you know, I get the impression that that's not the way things are. And it, it, I find, I think it's quite limiting because people rarely talk about this. And then, you know, if people rarely talk about it, then what happens if you feel like it? It's like, it's quite isolating. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's obviously, it's like this, the, a, a form of uh, jet set lifestyle you have. And you also get to hang out with a lot of wealthy people because who else has time on weekends to fly around the world and, uh, and go to parties? Obviously not the people that are working. And, uh, you know, or maybe also not parents that cannot leave their home or etc. So obviously you get to see parts and it's like glamorous and cool for bits. And, and not that I'm like... I am extremely grateful I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think it's just, it's very natural to have a crisis and to have moments where you are completely disillusioned. And um, and especially also for young women, I mean, you know, there's like, now I just heard again, like a lot of um, uh, women got, got needled with GHB in uh, Berlin. And, uh, and uh, you know, and obviously, get abused or raped even and uh, or maybe abuse is 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 immediately rape just not not trying you know i, I want to be careful what i'm saying because um yeah this is an extremely horrible subject and um and then i'm like okay i mean i'm extremely lucky as a woman that i never had to suffer any any really nasty abuse you know um just verbal, never physical. So I'm very lucky. So, um, and as a woman in nightlife, it's obviously, I mean, for parts, like, you know, when you see high drunk men who are obviously sub-high intelligent human beings or going through a whatever difficult time or whatever, or are just nasty cunts, whatever you want to call them, um it's obviously something that is like not easy to deal with and that's it, it, again when, like the this interview yesterday asked me do you would you like your son to be a dj i'm like fuck no <laughs> like he should fucking not go to nightclubs in the first place i'm like go and not fucking deal with this shit because i'd rather i mean obviously he will and obviously it's fun and <laughs> But I'm like, why is that? So it's, it's not that cool. I mean, it's not, I don't know. It's, it, I, I can think of more interesting things to do. And obviously I love the nightlife and I love also the seediness and the weirdness, but there is like, it's, 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 um, there's such a fine line and the, and, and those lines, they blur and 
you get to deal and see sh shit that is not cool and fucking nasty and um and yeah i mean and who do you blame you know and uh what do you do and how do you uh, make nightlife more more friendly and this is something yeah this has been a question that's been you know i mean as soon i remember in cocoon um cocoon yes amnesia cocoon ibiza the more more the bigger bigger the party became i mean i was like in my in the dj booth and i put my bag there on the in the booth and it had these like glass um like uh windows uh or not windows like walls and like someone just like went in and snatched my bag out like i wasn't like not even not even 30 seconds so you know you have these gangs of people that come into ibiza and amnesia to fucking rob everyone you know and uh, and that's like yeah that's like part of when you're like having a fun time in ibiza at a party it's like fucking nastiness you know so yeah is there something i mean it have you thought of something that that can do to make a marked improvement to the world of nightlife i mean i think i think people talking about these things will help um uh, yeah. i think education hopefully will help but i think it's it's very difficult i mean have you have you come to any conclusions about what you know what people could do or if they to to make it better and I should say, it's not up to you to make things better. You know, I, 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 I I'm not, I'm not saying. No, I'm at, like, thank God, I'm not someone. I'm not, I'm not someone who thinks I can make the world better by just constantly telling everyone what they should be doing, uh, or or knowing better. No, I just, I just, I, I, I go and try. I go to the gym and I just try to <laughs> sort my head out. Um, uh, so. Uh, um, hmm. But as you said, talking about it and what I don't like is that you're not allowed to be real about things, you know, because you're always you always have to. Um, you always have to, I don't know, play a, a form of game that like who fucking invented the game? It's like. We're all DJs and we've all come from the underground and uh, and the first parties that played were, was like more in a punk club and whatever. And then and then you end up like having to, ooh, I cannot see this and I cannot see that because now I'm talking to him and I'm talking to her. And it's like, fucking what? What happened? I mean, it's like, don't get me wrong, but it's not like you're the whatever. It's not like I'm talking to the foreign minister of fucking... Pakistan or something where I have to maybe be careful what I'm saying. It's like, give me a fucking break, you know? It's like, and this is all for what? Because of money or because of my next booking or whatever. I think things like this really do have a strong effect of people not being allowed to be real and and, and wording their opinion because oh. of I don't know. I, I want to ask about motherhood, if I may, as 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 well, because yes. um it's obviously I'm you know I, I have children but I, I don't work as, as as a DJ and obviously I'm I'm, I'm a man um, but it strikes me that it would be pretty challenging it's horrible right right it's fucking hard it's fucking hard 
it's so fucking hard it's fucking horrible now i can i can only say i can say fuck 20 more times <laughs> any time you want <laughs> so which is great because we're not like on the public radio so um you know i was discussing this with the uh, with francesca lombardo who had a baby after me and who i'm very good friends with so Obviously, there's other mothers in the scene who I've probably not exchanged myself with so much. And she was like, fuck, I, like, and she was like, you're so right. You told me it's fucking hard. I'm like, yeah, she's like, it's fucking hard. I don't know. You know, obviously, we were ranting to each other. And it's really, it's like, it's ugly. It's not nice. I have to say, like, I, you cannot sugarcoat it to anyone. It's not nice. Is that because people don't accept it? People don't accept that, you know, you need to take a couple of months off or people people don't accept that you might not want to go to the after party or do, is that the reason? You know, that was not the hard part. Like I could still go to a party and like breastfeed and hang out with people. I was happy to because obviously I had I had a break away and, and it's nice to... That's maybe a nice part that you can like go back into the world that you is familiar to you because it's it's very strange as a mom to have this break with who you were and uh, and and that like you know also the postpartum depression bit can be stronger or less strong for some people and um, and I remember having these moments where you know your old self dies and where it's like a really it's 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 brutal so. The bits where you get get to be with other people and hang out at an after party, maybe if you if you can, um, and hang just hang out and have some orange juice or whatever you're drinking, then uh, I mean that's maybe the fun bit, you know, because you kind of like get to see it now as a mom, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, what's harder is this. Um, is this priority that you used to, the priority used to be you and your DJ ego and, and, and what, you know, these like worries you had about minor shit, you know, that you think is important. And, uh, and it's nothing, you know, I mean, not saying that people don't have problems or things to worry about that are not valid things to worry about. But when you're a mother, it's like, you know, your main worry is your son. Is he going to be fed? Is he going to be all right? Is he, is he, I hope the cold is not the worst one or the, oh, I hope he's not going to die when I leave him or, you know, all this stuff. And I have to leave him for a day or two or three, or, you know, I have to leave him with a fucking nanny. I hope she's not a silly cow or like all these things where you're like, okay, this is nothing compared to what I had to worry about before, you know? So, it's that that your priorities are different and uh, and you have to juggle this but you also have to be this like person that like you know doesn't feel guilt if she doesn't worry about this and uh, yeah it's more mental um and obviously a real life struggle i'm interested in what happened with your relationship to dance music at this time um because i love dance music i love house music techno all these kind of things um but i i'm a certain age i don't go to clubs very much 
Um, and I think uh, in many ways, my relationship with, with it has, has changed because I don't go to clubs. Um, and I'm not saying for the better. I'm not saying for, for the worse. I just think it's a kind of different, different kind of relationship. And I think there are some songs I would love if I went to clubs, but I don't particularly get. Did you find your relationship changing with, with the music? No. No. What I just found very strange was that people's relationship to the music changed, not mine. Because the people that come and come and like and the changeover is quite fast seem to be having a different relationship to the music than I do. So and what's weird is for me to deal with their relationship to the music as a DJ. I think that's the harder part. Uh, and it's also, de it depends who you're playing with and what parties you're at. I'm not sure I understand. What do you mean people's relationship, other people's relationship to the music has changed? Well, for me, or like, especially when I was in Berlin those years, I mean, I think when I first started hanging out in Berlin and then to living there, people's relationship to music didn't change so much as in you like certain music, you go to the club to dance. But then you buy records um, or have mixtapes or mix CDs. Um, internet was only just up and coming. So the internet and social media changed, I think, changed people's relationship towards dance music a lot and also the, the iPhone in the club. And, and the stardom of a DJ and why they're there and how they relate to the music and like people staring at the DJ instead of dancing and all that sort of thing. I think this is, is it, it got more and more extreme with the years. And I think this is like something that I could also see like with a bit of a break and that not being on social media for a while because it completely stopped social media when I, I was, I had my son and then I started again and um, which was also really difficult to, um, because those were exactly the months and years where some people just went hardcore into it and really succeeded. Not that if I would have not taken that break, I would have probably also not succeeded. But um, um, you can see that this changed people's relationship to the music on the dance floor. Yeah. Do you think that it's maybe a more superficial relationship, possibly? No, you know what, like, I wouldn't, I mean, you know, some people were always superficial with the music. And I think those people are just as important as the people that are extremely nerdy with the music. I mean, these are all people that should be at a party, all of them, and hopefully at once. It'd be nice to have parties where everyone would be there and not just the nerdy ones and not just the superficial ones, you know. Because the, the the mix is always the most fun. So, um, yeah, this is, I think this is this is the biggest challenge. Am I right in saying that you have now you've sort of rediscovered some of your love for DJing? Yes. Well, you know what? Like, I. <clears throat> Good point, actually. I well. Okay, my love for DJing, yes. Uh, maybe not my love for, like, 
my favorite part about DJing is mixing records. Yeah, I think that's the most fun bit and which ones and what what they can change, you know, in the moment. And, and you know, when you're in a set and you go like, okay, this, ah, yeah, okay, this is the game changer one, you know? So this is the, this is the fun bit. And this is where it's nice to like, have these moments in your set, you know? And this is, this is something I always really enjoyed. But I mean, teaching is also a bit of a lost art and uh, and or has now also developed into diff there's different form of djing or different forms of djs or different forms of dj sets or dj performances because you have to call it dj performance now maybe even because some people perform um and uh yeah so it's like it's it's also like difficult to go like i mean i i call myself a dj and there's these other people that call themselves a dj and I have nothing in common with them, I would say, apart from like standing behind what looks like decks. And how about, uh, and, and are you producing a lot more music now as well? No, not a lot more, but yes, always, I'm always producing music or working on something. Any hints yeah. you can give us what you've got coming up? Well, my next release, yeah, well, I, actually it's ready. It's my next release on my label. And it's like two tracks that are, one maybe a bit like um, my usual style, but the other track is a bit more out there. It's a bit more crazy I, I, or, or, or silly in a good way, I hope. And, uh, and so I just have to record um, the second set of vocals on Tuesday because I thought it might be ready, but it's not. So we... We have to go into the studio again, and uh, I have my ex-husband helping me record the vocals, and uh, yeah, because he, he's a pro in doing this, and so yeah, that's one thing should be out in October, November. And post-pandemic, um, with the return to the clubs, have you noticed a big change in in clubbing, or is it pretty much back to how it was, you know, in two thousand and eighteen? Hmm. You know what? I, I think it's it's kind of like it's a bit even more than what it was. I find it a bit more more intense in Ibiza for sure. It's more intense. Um, I find it better, but maybe also because everyone's happier to be back. And um, I, w I changed. It's, it's still there's something fresh about it. Right. I don't know if it's changed. I think, I mean, the nice thing is um, that I just, maybe that's also because uh, I've had this break and because I'm, I'm like, you know, just more real about what I like and what I don't like and what I want to do and I don't want to do. I, I'm very lucky now to just like gravitate to the people I should be hanging out with and, uh, and I have good chemistry with and we, I think everyone that's supposed to be finding each other is now finding each other. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And, and so we, I think we're starting to build really strong communities again. And, uh, and that's something I really enjoy seeing. Maybe this will seem um, slightly superficial after what we've been talking about, but I, I did, did want to ask um, a couple of music questions as well. No. Um, ask anything so all right w w when you were at your very most 
sick of the idea of DJing and that kind of thing. Was there one like electronic music tune yes. that you could? All right, what yes. was it? What was it? No, no, I could tell you exactly, and I keep telling people, I fucking loved. I, I mean, it was so good. It like it's it touched me so much. Um, I watched Fold London had this series where because all the people did series of of streams of DJ streams. You know, and some some did like streams from the fucking Formula One race and like all these like sorts of things where you were like, all right, okay. Anyway, like fucking 10 points for effort and like, you know, cost them a lot of money and all that, you know, no disrespect, but like not my thing. Okay. So I was like trying to like maybe find something I could like. And, and, and then I saw like Fold London had, they set up their DJ in the lift. You know, the club lifts or like, they're like industrial, you know, and like these lifts with tons of stickers and graffiti or like editing, writing and stuff. And, um, and it was, so they put the, the decks just at the, at the entrance of the lift. So you basically were looking into this box. Yeah. And you had, um, you had like whatever DJ it was in there and fold london was so fucking smart to do a series of drum and bass djs so they had like different ones but the one that stuck out to me was like ray keith and this amazing mc that is very famous and i still oh, fucking get it every single time i don't know his name it's really bad because i obviously love drum and bass but i'm not an aficionado yeah. so I never knew the, the 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 MC names. Yeah, I'm so sorry because the MC maybe or Reiki, they will know which one it was. And um, and Ray Keith has this like white beard. I don't know if you know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible yeah. beard he's got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, obviously you're English. You you know some people know a lot about drum bass. Uh, drum bass. Some some don't. And also his headphones. And he was like he had his like label thingy cap i think too and um so this started you know they just and then the mc started a bit and then he starts playing this set and i was like what the fuck this is really good and it was just like i just i was so glued to it and i just couldn't stop listening to it and it was so many like it's just like how a dj set has to be with like a bit sweet, a bit soft, a bit bam, a bit everything, and just so sexy. And the MC, and it was just like, I was like, wow, this is why I started doing this because of people like fucking him. He's a genius. He's so good. And the music he picks and the, yeah, the selection and his mixing, it's his mixing also, the style and everything. I was like, oh my God, it's like breathing real oxygen and life again and i was like wow this is so cool so i just started listening to drum and bass and eventually got back to a house and techno so it's interesting you you mentioned this because you 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 talked about his mixing and you talk about how what you love is yeah. mixing. i'm gonna ask something really really nerdy um who are the best mixers i'm not saying the best djs necessarily they might be the same thing who are the best mixers in the game who do you see mixing you're like wow well, the best mixers are usually also the best DJs. Um, you know, it depends on what kind of style you like. Okay, so 
I mean, okay, best mixes, let's say, I mean, Chris Liebing, for example, he 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 doesn't play like vinyl anymore or or Richie Horton. But like those two are very good mixers and they're also very good DJs. So um, you know, um they're very good at mixing and very good DJs. Uh I think Danny Howells is one of the, I mean, I always say like he's the best DJ out of all DJs anyway. He for sure is extremely good. Like people like Steve Lawler and also Sasha, obviously John Deguida, very good mixers. They always were. Um, um, obviously in the German scene, there's like Sven, you could say he's a good mixer, but he mixes differently. He mixes towards the end. So he's a different, like, he's a good solid mixer but he's a different dj so the mixing doesn't come into play when he's um when he's building a dj set it's more it's more what comes before and after so he's it's it's a difference i don't know how to uh, explain this he's like a his genius genius life somewhere else but obviously he's an extremely solid mixer uh, um um Derek carter Derek Carter. Derek Carter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Derek Carter. Um, um, I think one thing I love about... Marcel Detman, Marcel Detman and Ben Clock are really good mixers. Yeah. One thing I was going to say I love about Derek Carter is he has the ability to play songs I don't like. And the way he plays them, yeah. I like them, which I think is incredible. Absolutely. Which I, I love this the way he does it, that. Exactly. This is, this is part of... This is why also Danny Howells is like Derek Carter for me. They can play because they um, they generate they generate drive with the mixing, and I think uh, this is Danny Tanaglia can also generate a lot of drive with the mixing. So this is like also a very good mixer uh, or a very good generator of vibe through mixing. So and I think this is like this is the fun part. Or for me, this is what I always um, admire the most, and I try to. Um, adapt or make my style into uh generate drive while mixing dj okay yeah. i want to ask ask one final question if i may i've, I've kept you for a long time yeah uh, of course but what's yeah, all right what was or even is no what was i reckon your summer anthem what was the the song that did it for you this summer yeah oh i don't hmm Oh no! Uh, yeah, of course. No, like, but it's not summer. It was the whole year. I couldn't, and that was another thing I discovered uh, online. I listening to music, and then eventually just rediscovering my own records through listening to other people playing records I actually have. So, um, um, one is, I mean, David Morales is always. Um, I mean, David Morales' remixes are probably MK. Okay, let's put it like this. MK and David Morales' remixes are the shit, yeah? So David Morales um, uh, remixed Roby Craig, and there's one, there's like several ones. No, there's two he did. And one of them I keep playing over and over and over and over and over again this year. I think it's just like fantastic. And the funny thing is a lot of people don't know it, which is okay. It's like, obviously, because like maybe they're too young to know it and or have never listened to that one, only listened to the other one. And and there's like the bass that comes in 
at some point where everyone's like every single time you play it everyone's like Whoa. and it doesn't matter if you like house music or not everyone's like Whoa. and you're like yes this is david morales and then um, obviously mk I, I i discovered this um really old record where he remixed a track and it's like so old but it's like his style where you can hear i think it's it's probably even before he did the the what's he called the nightcrawlers thank you i think it's like something he did before nightcrawlers and you already hear this boom 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 you know this the this i think it's the the that that yamaha synth or whatever synth they used and um and like and the way he samples the vocals and stuff and i think that remix is even stronger it's like it's called found records it's like really old i don't know i've never heard anyone play it actually and i rediscovered this in my records too and um yeah and uh, those two i just when i play them i'm just like extremely ecstatic even if i've played them i don't know a million times already yeah right i'm gonna go and check them out i'm gonna check them out but look, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today um thanks for being so so open so honest um, which, yeah, I um, hope it was not too ranty. <laughs> no, no, no. I think as I, said, I used a lot of swear words. <laughs> I, I like swear words are good. You can swear swear all you like, all you like. Excellent. 